We are live. We are back. New York Sports Exchange, episode number 65. And Tim, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit worried. I'm, I'm worried for both of our teams, for the Jets and the Giants, for their playoff hopes. It's really um, getting to that time. It's getting to that, it, it's getting to that time. It, 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 it's it getting seems to that like time. the magic's run out. The magic's run out. <laughs> yeah, it seems that October was really like our month for for our, for our teams, and it's just kind of gone da- slowly downhill ever since. I mean, uh, we'll dive into point, the, yeah. I'm taking. I'll take whatever I can get at this point. Yeah. I, 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 again, I'm not here. For, I'm not here for success. I'm here for a good time. That exactly. that's all. That was that was I'm, my expectation. I'm surprised Mike not dead. I'm surprised he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked he's not dead. Uh, exactly. I am shocked that he's not dead. We will dive into the Giant and Jet game, as well as other news around the NFL. The Lions could honestly make the playoffs. With yeah, the way that the Jets play, <laughs> who would have fucking thought of that? Uh, the Panthers somehow control their own destiny. Jacksonville somehow, could win the division. <laughs> some way, Jacksonville could win the division. The Cowboys nearly got upset at home against what the Texans. What was that? <laughs> uh, the Chiefs win a close one against the Broncos. Although Russell Wilson was knocked out of the game, I'll give my reasons why he should be shut down for the rest of the year and the dolphins lose a tough one in los angeles we will dive into basically the bit the big talking points of the nfl this past week i'm already washed is, brock is Tom Brady Brady that guy? the brocket ship yeah are, are we gonna see them is he the starter next year are we seeing them move on from both of them <laughs> who knows who knows at this point uh to major league baseball we will talk the hot stove, the Mets sign Japanese star Kodai Senga, and they also extend Brandon Nimmo. Sean Manaya signs with the Giants, and Ross Stripling also signs with the Giants as well, but the Giants still have their sights set on Carlos Rodon. Sean Murphy has been traded to, to the Braves in a three-team trade with the A's in the Brewers, sending William Contreras to the Braves, to the Brewers from the Braves. As well, Chris Bassett. Hopefully, the, hopefully oh. Murphy can find his bat back because he's been so bad yeah. in the box. I mean, he's been batting like well, low two hundreds. Deal with him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, now he's going to bat two eighty. He's going to have thirty bombs. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, the now former Met Chris Bassett signed with the Toronto Blue Jays, so the Blue Jays finally made a move, and Rodon, Correa, and Dansby all remain unsigned at the time that we are recording when. Hopefully we get some breaking news on Carlos Rodon to a specific team in New York and not in Queens, but in the Bronx uh, to the world. Uh-huh. We're talking world cup as well. Fran- uh, France took down England. It was a very entertaining game, but Argentina. Where's Messi? At? Where's Messi? Messi's in the final. So shut up. He's my goat. He'll always be Messi my goat. Is in the final. We will recap. The Argentina, Croatia game. Harry Kane, Harry Kane, Harry Kane. That won me money. So honestly, thank you, Harry Kane. Shut up. But and we will preview. We will preview the France Morocco game as well. College football. Caleb Williams wins the Heisman, and also another on a on a more uh, sad note. Um, Mike Leach, the coach of Mississippi State, the former the former. Uh, Big 12 Coach of the Year, former Pac-12 Coach of the Year, Mike Leach, passed away at the age of 61. 
just an all around great personality, and I'm going to miss him. He's just the greatest football guy that's I've ever heard lived. So many good stories about him. So many. Did you hear the apartment complex story? Yes, I, I've heard it. If you, I've heard it all about Mike Leach. I've heard it all. It's just a class act. Just a class yeah, act. I've heard it all. Uh, to the NBA, we will talk some NBA. The Knicks. The Knicks. Four in a row since they have adapted to this new rotation. Four in a row. Four in a row. Back? I know Julius Randle is. I know Julius Randle's back. Uh, the Pelicans are also first in the Western Conference, having won seven straight, and Joel Embiid dropped 53 against the Hornets on Sunday. That was his third 50-point game this year. We will talk some NHL as well. The Rangers have also won four straight. Here come the Rangers. Four straight. Back in playoff contention in that top wild card spot. In that top wild card spot, the Islanders well, just lost to the Bruins. Well, well, Isles in the top wild card spot. They lost. Oh, out. Uh, they got the better. So they, you know, all right, they got the they more wins. Right, they got the goal differential. They get the point. They're t- they're tied actually. They're technically tied in points. Yeah, Isles right. just have more wins. So, so Vetchkin at the time that we're recording this as well is one goal away from eight hundred. Wow. Uh, Tage Thompson is going off like yeah. this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he this is, is actually and, ridiculous. He is stud, and I knew he was going to be a stud. And the Isles drafted Kiefer Bellows, so you know, instead of Tage Thompson, six five has twenty one goals, second <laughs> goals, whatever twenty three. They were like, "Nah, we'll wave. We'll get Kiefer Bellows, who will end up waving, and then he'll go to Philly, and then they'll wave." So, yeah, and then and then we will talk some college basketball as well. There is a yeah. new number one, and I'll give a hot take on a coach that could possibly be on the move due to a circumstance going on in Austin, Texas. So let's dive right into it. The Giants get pummeled by the Philadelphia Eagles on their home on their home field. Yeah, it just wasn't a good game. It was t- I I mean just like the first like the first drive kind of set it all and then once like the Eagles scored that touchdown and then once that uh Devontae Smith touchdown happened, I was just like, up. Oh, all right. This is how it's going to go. Yep, that's it. <laughs> it's just uh, it just felt like one of those games off rip. Yeah, it just felt like one of those games off the rip, and I just think that again, like people are so quick to knock on the coaching, which I don't understand because I guess we're all used to it by now because we've had terrible coaching for the last three ten years of head coaches that we had. It's not coaching, like when you have Fabian Moreau and I don't even know the other fucking cornerbacks names yeah, uh, like yeah, exactly yeah, like i don't know who, i don't know who that. anyone is right and we don't and, have the talent either when jimmy and joe are lining up and when jimmy and joe are lining up at wide receiver like the fact that this team is above 500 is a miracle within itself yeah. so that that gives me that's what gives me some hope it reminds me of the eagles because the eagles it took them three years they drafted jalen hurts he got in for a few games, and then, you know, once they, like, they made the playoffs last year, they, like, snuck in as the seven seed and played and got pummeled by the Bucks. Yeah, but they, still. they were a joke of a team, though. <laughs> they were a joke of a team, but at the same time... Playoffs are playoffs. The I'll playoffs are playoffs. I'll take anything And with the, way that they're, with the way that they're playing right... Obviously, but with the way that they're playing right now, and even though they've had one game of experience, I'm definitely scared of the Eagles... Just they, they scare me. Our only the Giants' only hope right now, if they re, if they win, they have to win this fucking game on Sunday night. They have to win the game. 
They they can't afford a tie. They cannot obviously they cannot afford a loss. Cuz then you got to play the Vikings on Christmas Eve. Depends on what that defense, but I don't know. You got the Vikings on Christmas Eve, then you got the Colts on New Year's Day, and then another thing you have to hope for is that the Eagles play their scrubs week 18. So yeah, you got a lot I don't to hope for here. Yeah, and that's how it is as a Giant fan. You have to hope for other teams to do stuff. Well, it's and the last much time, better on my side. <laughs> yeah, the Jets, on the other hand, they get taken down by the Bills. That O-line is just too beat up for anything. Yeah. anything. I, I don't, I, I'm surprised <laughs> Mike White isn't in a hospital bed right now. He was getting destroyed. I, I, I'm impressed. He's got that dog in him. He's, I'm surprised uh, he came that, back. That, that, that's, I, two, that's two Jet quarterbacks that have that dog in him. And he really has that dog in him because that hit he took, I don't know who got it. Was it who who got it? Was it Von Miller? I don't even know. Ed Oliver. Oh my God! I it looked like he got hit by a freight train. And yeah, it was it was not good. And then once like Flacco came in, it's like I feel like with Flacco is that like you why can't he, like that's the thing though. Why would you <laughs> even have him as the backup? What's the point? Yeah, Just, like, I, I thought Wilson was going in. In all honesty, I thought he was going in. They didn't dress him. They did. Yeah, they didn't dress him. Why would dress you, him at why, all? Why would you dress Flacco? I yeah, but like I think Flacco's so used to starting that like he's not really used to coming off the bench. So that's why he looks so flat. Just, he always looks flat. He's like forty years old. He's Joe Flacco. He he can't move. <laughs> he's won it's, you some games. I he won you that fucking Cleveland game. A real highlight he's a, was he's one of the reasons why he's you guys are in the situation that you're in right now. Yeah. Trust me, it, it, I feel the same way with the Giants. It, the Jets were in. The Jets are in the hunt, and you got to be happy about that. Come on, I am happy about it. I'm, I'm more happy that a lot of these young guys are producing. I mean, Garrett Wilson's the lead for rookie offensive rookie of the year, and it, I guess that's a closer race than defensive rookie of the year. But Sauce Gardner's run away with that. He's night and day. Sauce, he's, he's got it. Best, he's probably the best cornerback in the league right now. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Knight, he's running great. Bam, yeah, dude, right up the middle. Doing he's good. Bam great. Knight, he's been looking what pretty a, good. Yeah, and my, I know Michael Carter went out, but Bam Knight's been great. Elijah Moore finally getting it going with Mike White. Six receptions, 60 yards. Denzel Mims even came in. Three receptions, 35 yards when Corey Davis went out. So, you know, I'm, I like I like the young guys producing. It's, it's a bright spot for the future. They're a very young team that O-line really needs some help. That was really bad. Um, yeah. But, That's bad. Yeah. It, it, listen, no one expected them to. I mean, it was over. No one under expected them. Yeah, it was over under five yeah. the whole season. No one expected them, right and at now, the so. at the same time, too, like Salah's got faith. He's basically being like, "I have all the confidence in the world that this team is going to the playoffs." Yeah, I mean, he's when he's, you're, when he's, the you teams that are standing that when the teams that are standing your way are the Los Angeles Chargers. Somehow, the New England Patriots are in a playoff spot. I do not think that will last. I do not not a, I, with that with that offense. God. With that offensive coordinator, Patricia is just and Judge. <laughs> yeah, they are horrible. And Judge, they're horrible. Mac, see Mac Jones waving him off, and then they went on to score yeah. twenty unanswered points. I like, mean, oh my his god, his playbook is screen passes. What are you? What are you going to? Yeah, it's like it's screens. They, like they there's no the ball down the field. They never move the ball down the field. They. I don't think Mac Jones is generational. I don't think he has the arm talent to be anything special. He's a good system quarterback. I have no idea how they're seven and six. I think their defense—it's head know. coaching. Belichick knew how to play against it's Wilson. It, it's Bill. I'm not shocked. <laughs> yeah. But they're—they're they're a very—I guess they're a well-coached team. I think they have arguably the worst offensive coordinators in the league. Um, yeah, they're terrible. I, they're seven and six. They're, they're, and, they're the two worst yeah. out of that tree. But the, I, 
I, I do not see the Patriots lasting that long. And the Dolphins don't really look that good right now. They and they got they got the Bills on Saturday. Uh, and if and you're getting if you're getting heat and things on your bench in fifty three degree in fifty three degree weather in Los Angeles, what do you think is gonna happen? And they played like that in Buffalo what do you, or New York. What do you think is gonna happen? What do you think is gonna happen in twenty three degree weather in Buffalo? With four inches of snow expected, might I add yeah, you? You're uh, you're not going to be so successful. I think two is going to yeah. be a horrible game. I I don't think they're built for that. I think Tyreek's the only one who's accustomed to it playing in KC. I don't yeah. know what their game plan is going to be, but they don't look, I, they don't I, look good either. I just you know what's really been just crazy to me, like the so just speaking of the Jets next week, they play the Lions, and speaking of the Lions, team were you going to get? Were you going to get into the Lions? Oh, I was going to get into the Lions. They are the hottest okay, team okay. in football. Yeah, I just thought of the, of the delivery in my head, and I just wanted to say no. It <laughs> so. was it was it was a good transition. They are the they are the hottest team in football. Um, Jared Goff's figured it out, I guess. Uh, that game was awesome. That game against the Vikings was awesome. Everything's. I had the. Uh, it is Jameson Williams is a fa- is. Is a fact is a factor in this offense now that, I, I and once should, they once they drafted him, I was like, all right, like this team could be like sneaky good. It depends on how the quarterback play is. And in the beginning of the year, it was like, well, at first he was hurt because he was coming off a torn ACL in either one of the playoff games or the Iron Bowl. I couldn't tell which one it was. I can't remember which one it was, but once he like came back, I was like, okay, like if the quarterback plays good. Then maybe I'll consider them. But now that Goff is playing how he is, Jamison Williams looked great in his first game as a receiver because, remember, last week they had him playing as a gunner, which was weird. Oh, Ovechkin. Nope, save. DJ Chark <laughs> had a great game. Yeah, I DJ mean, Chark. Yeah. He'd six receptions. Just that game, that game was awesome. That game was yeah. awesome, though, and you know because what? I had the over. Well, but obviously. That, but uh, was who's, who's the better running back on this team is my question for you. Is it Jamal Williams or is it DeAndre Swift? I wanted to be DeAndre Swift because he's on my fantasy team. Well, okay, if you don't have my fantasy, <laughs> who's the better running back? Um, I, I say talent wise, it's uh, talent wise, it's DeAndre Swift, but Jamal Williams fits more into the offense. Yeah. They've already established him as their goal line back. He's going to get yeah. all of the touches in the red zone, and he, I, I, is he a power back? I don't even. He's just a good running. I don't back. even know what he is. It's like he's like a third. He's just a good running back. Yeah, exactly. He's a good running back, and they got something special brewing over there in Detroit. Like, yeah, I mean, I can yeah. honestly, I can see them making the playoffs. Yeah, I think their receiving core is a very underrated. I think Amari State Brown is unbelievable. DJ Chark is stepping up, and I thought, I think Josh Reynolds has been good all year. I think he's been one of the more underrated receivers in the NFL. He's been a decent target for them, yeah. so I, don't be shocked you hear their name floating around a playoff spot. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely in the hunt. Speaking of One teams of the, that are hey, in the hunt, uh, how somehow the Panthers, Carolina, and Atlanta oh have. My God. <laughs> well, not really Atlanta because they benched Mar- well. Mariota's hurt, and He's Desmond Ritter is probably going to probably going to choke. Starting fantasy, I'm telling you, if Desmond Ritter puts his team on his back, <laughs> it is go 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 go. All right, but now the Panthers, basic. To make a long story short, they control their own destiny. If they win out, they win the division, which is crazy to even think of. Because four weeks, like maybe like a month ago, or like they they trade Christian McCaffrey, they fire Matt Rule, they have Baker Mayfield and PJ Walker 
under center. And then they I'm watching Mayfield. <laughs> they wave Mayfield. And then I'm watching the Panthers on Sunday. Sam Darnold looks like a different quarterback. I'll I say it. I hate it. I hate he it. Looks so like a, he looks like a different quarterback than what he was doing in New York. Do I? Do you think the Panthers do it? Do, do you really think the Panthers do it? Because I, think, I, don't, I don't know. I think there's something going on in Tampa Bay that we don't know about. That is why they're so bad. I think they're just bad. I just think that showing on you Sunday against the 49ers, yeah. you don't see Brock Purdy, you don't see a rookie quarterback, especially Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> go out there and completely dominate. And I know it wasn't anything crazy, but he was extending plays. The defense couldn't yeah. really get to him. And I know that, that San Fran D is crazy good, but yeah, but still, the Niners couldn't get anything going. The Bucks gonna yeah. I'm in the Bucks. But, sorry. Yeah, but I think with the Bucks this year, compared to Tom's first two years at Tampa, is that one? It's the coaching. Coaching's terrible. Coaching's terrible because I do not think Byron Byron Leftwich is that great of an offensive coordinator, and we know how terrible the head coach Todd Bowles was in New York. Yeah. So it wasn't that good, and then you just don't feel the energy. Like you don't feel the energy where, I, I you don't feel you don't feel I, the energy that how it was in the past two years because two years ago if you played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers it was like oh fuck like we got the Buccaneers was, I mean that defense was crazy yeah and, and they still had those guys yeah they didn't really like no one really left I think it's just it's a basically of, this, it's like yeah it's just it's an aging group I think the off field stuff with Brady has been a lot more impactful than we know um, yeah. And I think I think that's a huge thing for that room too. Just because when your quarterback, your supposed leader, is just yeah. a lot of drama going off the field, it's probably not the best situation for them. Uh, the fact that they're still winning the division is so I just is like mind boggling, and it also scares me. Yeah, because it also in, scares me. Like because they the are ve- like so they they're they very the play- yeah. yeah they make it to the playoffs. It's you don't know. Um, yeah. They're very capable of making a run when hate it. everybody least expects it. Yeah. But I don't. Does he, if the season doesn't end the way that he if the, I mean at this point I do not think the season's going to end the way that everybody's expecting it to be for Tom. But do you think he comes back? Do you think he comes back? I don't think he does. I think this gotta, is it. Yeah, we gotta wait and see. I think this might be. I don't know though. I think. Depending on how the outcome is, if they make the playoffs, probably this is it. But if they don't, I wouldn't be shocked if he's one more year. I don't know. That will also wouldn't surprise me at the same time. Like he's always been like, I want to play till I'm 45. He has always said that. He has made that very known. Like I don't know. Ovechkin had a wide open net. They didn't even look at him. But anyway, yeah. um, I I don't know. He's always said he's wanted to go to go, go till he's forty five. So I really, I, I don't know. Like well, I can definitely, I can definitely just see him be like, "All right, yeah, one more year." Right, but it's one of those things, Stan. Where like he could retire and retire. We really have no idea. It's just yeah. a matter of he's he's an unpredictable person. Yeah, what the news is. Um, I want to talk about uh, Jacksonville real quick. Yeah, dude. Are they going to win the division? That's it. Again, that's it. That division. I don't even know. That division is so another terrible division. Horrible. That division is so bad. Both, both south, south. So, both yeah, south both south. Are terrible. I don't think the Jaguars win the division. I'm just gonna say they're five and eight. The Titans are seven and six. Yeah, they I think beat, they beat Tennessee I this Sunday, which is huge. I know. 
the Titans have lost next week. They got the Cowboys next week. Yeah, the Titans have lost three in a row. They have the Chargers next week as well. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. Well, well, there's a lot of stuff going on, like in the front office because they just fired their general manager, a very toxic general manager, a general manager that made a decision that their head coach did not agree with, and you saw that when they traded A.J. Brown on draft night, and then they looked in the war room, and Mike Vrabel was, like, walking around, like, what the fuck? Did we just fucking trade our, like, basically our, Our one of our faces? Yeah. 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 I don't really know what's going on in Tennessee. I I think if they're in any other division, that they are a bottom, bottom two team, but but they're very fortunate that... It's a shitty division. Yeah. Here's my thing, though. Season's coming down. The next four games for Jacksonville is Dallas, the Jets, the Texans, and then they finish against the Titans. So if it comes down to that last game. I don't think it will. Because if, it, if the t- it does. If it does, okay. I mean, we could have something very interesting on our hands. <laughs> okay, so the, the Titans have the Chargers, the Texans, the Cowboys, and the Jaguars. I don't. I don't see them beating the Chargers. I don't see them beating the Chargers. I don't see them beating the Cowboys. I mean, maybe <laughs> because the Cowboys. Yeah, which beat the boys? I don't know. The Cowboys. I don't know. The Cowboys literally barely beat a team that was running two quarterbacks at the yeah. same time. I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. But there's a lot of interest. I mean, NFL is completely flipped on his head. It's very interesting this year. Teams that yeah. we thought were gonna be really good were horrible. Denver. Um, yeah, like there's – and speaking of Denver, uh, they lost to the Chiefs. It was a close one, but I will say right now, Russell Wilson's out with a concussion. I say you shut him down for the rest of the year. I think there, there's really no – there's no like – it's not even, worth it. Can you even it's go not worth the it. next season? Like how do you even – I think you do because you – you, you, yeah, you don't. Like there's, I don't think what, there's really game, like a way to approach guy, it. Yeah, you're paying this guy millions of dollars to be your franchise quarterback. You're three and ten. He's better. Trade away your first round pick. <laughs> you have no draft capital. He's been borderline, borderline bottom five quarterback. This year. Yeah, I mean, like he's really been. I mean, there's a lot of guys I would take over him right now. What's your game plan? What is your what is your offseason moves? Because them and I think the Raiders are kind of in a similar spot where this division's the Raiders are a different the the Raiders are a whole different shit show because I think that Josh McDaniels is not a competent head coach. And here's the thing: like they can't fire him because they don't have the money. They don't have the money. They just don't. They're literally just like, okay, we're stuck with you. So I don't like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Awful. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what... But Matt Mugno, I am so sorry. <laughs> this division's interesting because I, Chargers haven't been that great. I know they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, like very yeah. much. I mean, probably one of the most injury-prone teams for stars in the NFL. That's basically how they run, though. Like, when Phil, when Phillip Rivers was with the Chargers, they didn't really have... He didn't really have, like, great receipt Like... He had Antonio, Antonio Gates. That's it, yeah. But then, like, who else? And then you'd stop Antonio Gates, and then you couldn't really commit to the run game. Right. But I they, mean, you had the Danny and Tomlinson, but it was just like, right. I, but I think they're Herbert, doing the same Herbert, thing they did Herbert's with, with Phil. They have Keenan Allen, who's franchise. They have Mike Williams. Who's Mike been Williams. Phenomenal. It's been phenomenal. They have all these guys, so it's just a, a huge question of, like, what's what are they going to do? I mean, Austin Eckler is arguably a top five running back in the league, top ten probably. Yeah. 
they have all these all these big pieces. It's just what are they going to do with them? I know the it's defense, still just it's still just yeah. yeah. It's just the Chargers. That's what it is. It's still just so funny to me how like going into the year we were like the Chargers could like actually be a threat to win the division, yeah. and, and in then, some in some sports books they were like favored to win the AFC then, West. Everybody got hurt. <laughs> Everyone got hurt, and then the Chiefs are just like they're still the Chiefs. They're still like the Chiefs. they're yeah. They're, they're, still they're the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. So they're that, still the Chiefs at that point. I. I don't know. I feel I feel terrible for chart for Raiders fans because you expectations must have been so high because you have you have Devontae Adams. You made Derek the playoffs. Carr, Derek Carr. So like your future must be bright. Right, but going in going into this year, I mean, we had Derek Carr as a top ten quarterback in the league, arguably top eight, and he he hasn't been bad, hasn't but really, it's just it hasn't really been yeah, great. He hasn't really played like it. I would not be shocked if he gets traded. That would I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I'm saying. What's their move in this offseason? What are they going to do? Because they there just is they no walk, move. They lose to the Rams, and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, starting, Baker Mayfield was up. on the team for like 48 hours. 48 hours, and he goes down on that last drive and beats you. Come on. Yeah, that's I hate Baker Mayfield. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, man. I I just I just feel terrible for for the Raiders because I they had so like they were I, they were a team I was really high on and they've been very what disappointing is, and Arizona the easy team? move oh yeah we got to talk about Monday night oh my god <laughs> I don't even <sighs> Cliff it's a, it's a dumpster fire organization right now in my they opinion Cliff so King, I, I think I think if they get a competent head coach if Cliff Kingsbury once Cliff Kingsbury is out the door once he is like completely out the door and gone then I'll have faith in the in the uh, in the Cardinals because like right now like and then too like do you go full rebuild if you fire your head coach and then you could you could honestly they could trade D Hop they could and I know he's aging they could there's a he's lot of aging teams, a lot of teams that he's aging play. but it, the Giants mm-hmm. the Giants would take him in a heartbeat and it wouldn't take that much where it wouldn't take that much no like we would give up less than what the what than what the cardinals gave up yeah when they traded him in the first place when they traded for him yeah i i i'm just i'm very interested to see what they're gonna do i i don't really Uh, like where they're at at all i think it sucks that it sucks that kyler murray got hurt yeah, too, because like I, I know we all like poke fun at him all the time, but he's like he's a good quarterback. He's, a good he's quarterback. just in a shitty. He's a, he's in a shitty situation where a his head coach is literally, situation. where his uh, head coach is literally coaching it like it's college. But it's I, and like on paper they should be good. They have the names. They yeah, have, they have, they have the, the name. They have what? Buddha Baker, Isaiah Simmons, Simmons was like the most yeah. talked about I prospect know. in the NFL draft. Like, and, uh, oh god. They have a they have a bunch of big name guys and it's just not clicking. Like it isn't. Has Robbie Anderson even done anything since he's been there? No, well they just got him. Well, he act like he made a good he made a good play from like the one half. Like six, he's been there for six or seven games, hasn't he? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm looking at like, his stats you, right now. He's got. I, can you like imagine if I were to tell you in like 2018 that the Cardinals would have. Hollywood Brown, D Hop, and Robbie Anderson on the same receiving court. And Zach Ertz, too. 
Why? And, and, and AJ Green. And AJ Green. I, I don't Do know. Do they still have AJ Green? I don't yeah, think they have AJ do. Green. I, they still have AJ Green? Yeah. I have not I, heard his name in a while. That's what I'm saying. It's just, I don't know what's up with them. And Colt, all due respect, Colt He's McCoy still is, is not going to win you games. He's not going to win That's a giant legend right there. That's an every that is team a, backup quarterback legend. <laughs> that is a 2020 New York Giants legend right there. That guy... I, I respect Colt McCoy. Nothing that, I'm not that, knocking that, the guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I I, res- I acknowledge Colt McCoy. He is one of my, he's one of my favorites. All right, moving on from football. Next episode, we will give our picks and predictions for week. Well, we might as well preview this Thursday night game. I mean, who are you yeah. taking? Uh, who's it? Who's in it? Oh, Niners, oh give me the Niners. Yeah. Give me the Niners. I think the uh, I think the love affair with the Seahawks is over. Yeah, I think the. Uh... The love boat's sinking. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's sinking. I think the Seahawks were kind of not really, a, not necessarily a one-hit wonder, but They're just a like, fan favorite. They were one of those teams yeah. where you're rooting for them. You know who they remind me a lot of? The Knicks. You know, you're just you're pulling for <laughs> them. It. You're pulling yeah, for them, it. and they're not. They're never. They're never gonna. They're never. Like, gonna they they go on these stretches. Right. They go on these stretches like their four mm-hmm. four game win streak right now, and then it's like ugh. <laughs> All right, moving on to. Moving on from the NFL to Major League Baseball, Tim Kodai Senga That's is huge. a New York Met. That is huge. That's so huge. my question for you, where does this rotation rank amongst Major League Baseball? Because you lose Bassett, you lose Taiwan, you lose DeGrom. Uh, Where's where your head at? Where's your head at? I I kind of like it. This one, two, three is crazy. It's old. Yeah. It's it's very that's old. The risk. It's the risk. Yeah, I if they play like they did last year, and we're just going strictly off last year, then I can you can you argue that this isn't like a top three? Maybe? I think it's I think it's top five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Quintina, who's a great guy to bring oh, yeah. in, uh, just yeah. just because you lost, you already lost those two guys, Bassett. You lost Tyron Walker. That's a left arm that you could bring in. That's great. Verlander, I mean, they who do they they sign? What's who they sign as the reliever? They brought in David Robertson. That uh, helps him in the pen. Yeah, that's a huge signing that's too huge. for the bullpen. And they're gonna. I hope they can move Carrasco for some youth. He hasn't been the same since you know since his days in Cleveland. But I don't know. I I like it. I'm gonna say top five. I would say probably third best in the league. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Also, you extend Brandon Nemo, so I can. I mean, yeah, I, that's that's you, missing. You're that's the captain. You're that's very the captain. happy about that. That's that's captain. our captain. That's our captain. All right, come on, he's a Met for life. That's. Are you kidding me? I'd, Who else would you I'd give it? To? it to? I'd give it to Pete, but why would you give it to Pete? I don't know. He's like the. He's basically like the fa- or Lindor even. Fuck I mean, you, you, you got him for the next like. <laughs> forever. Give it to Nemo. My favorite meme of Nemo. There are a lot of memes on Twitter about Brandon Nemo because he is a very uh, he's a God fearing kid from like <laughs> where is he from like Idaho Wyoming? He runs to first base. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> through, through his grace, I reach first base. That was my favorite. He runs. He runs very fast. Oh my yeah, Tim. Just go on when you after we record. Go on Twitter. Go to gifts and just type Brandon Nemo, and you'll get a chuckle. I I, I know you will. will. Um. Uh, other spots, loaded. Yeah, yeah. Other free agents in, in Major League Baseball: Rodon, 
Dansby and Correa all remain unsigned. So some reports that I heard per Aaron Gleeman of the athletic, the twins have offered Carlos Correa, the largest contract in franchise history per John Heyman of MLB network. Dansby Swanson is a possibility for the Dodgers. Yeah. That and means he is going to sign an eight year deal with LA <laughs> about 300 and, uh, I'm never gonna, never gonna get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, and then Rodon. I heard from John Boy that the Yankees offered, the Yankees offered Rodon six years with a seventh year option. Okay, my question to you is: if they sign Rodon, who's the ace? Cole. You still think it's Garrett Cole? <laughs> I still think it's Cole. I think it goes. I think it goes. Well, first off, if you get Rodon, you have one of the best rotations in baseball. Who's better than the Yankees? I'll get back to you. Because I think <laughs> I want to say – we have to see – all right. We can't really like say like who's good and who's not before the season. we got to like play it out after like a good right. month and a Fair. half. Fair. But right Fair. now, if they do get Rodon, I think the Yan- I think the Yankees rotation is better than better than the Mets. But I'm, I, I would like to see the Mets try and get someone like Tristan McKenzie, some youth, some guy that they can – some some spark plug youth that they could put in the bullpen for Carrasco. I'm I, I like where they're at, but the age is such a yeah. problem. Yeah. The age, yeah. The, the age kind of scares, scares, scares me yeah, too. Like a bit. 40 year old Andy Pettit on the mound. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that. I don't need that I in my life. <laughs> yeah. But there's, what do you like? If they do get Rodon, you have a rotation of Cole, Rodon, Nestor, Severino, and Montes. There, I will say this. I, I've said this for the last two episodes. I'll say it again. There is not one game, not one guy in that rotation where we play, and I'm like, "Fuck, we're in for a long one." Like, right. And that's where I'm only at right now with Carrasco. It's the only <laughs> guy I'm at right now. You're, is you're not worried about Quintana? I don't. I don't know if I'm super worried. Maybe. Maybe. Again, Quintana confuses me. I haven't even I'll seen Senka. I haven't even seen Senga play in the major league level yet. Senga, well, I mean, you got to be sold on Senga just because of that, that fork ghost forkball. Oh my god, that's fucking sick. Oh my <laughs> god. That, that's... But last time the, the Mets got a guy who had a crazy pitch. I mean, Dice K. Matsuzaka with the fucking gyro ball. <laughs> well, he was like forty. <laughs> How well did that one pan out? <laughs> I mean, before that, it was El Duque with his Ephes. <laughs> he was Duque. also forty. <laughs> El Duque. Oh. <laughs> I said the name I haven't heard in so long. El Duque. I loved that. El Duque was aw- he was an awesome Yankee. Uh, That's the next jersey you should get. Let me look at it. Let me look that up. <laughs> let oh, me look that up. But at the same time, uh, Rodon and Correa are both Boris guys. So if you know Scott Boris, he loves to take his sweet, sweet time. <laughs> He loves to take his time, and he loves to put John Heyman in his back pocket and say, a mystery team has joined the case. Hint, hint, that mystery team is, and then, yeah. So basically, a lot of negotiation tactics are going on for Rodon and Correa right now. But I don't know. Uh, Shaw Maniah and and Ross Stripling signed with the Giants as well. Uh, they still have their sights set on Rodon. They got Mitch Haniger, so, too. You guys probably brought that they up. They also got Mitch Haniger as well. Um, Sean Murphy traded to the Braves. Tim, I, that Braves, okay, lineup, I, that yeah. Braves lineup's pretty scary. 
Yeah. And no. I, we said that once they got uh, Matt Olson, but He's, that uh, lineup just got even scarier. He's a great defensive catcher. I I don't know. His bat hasn't been there for the past two years. It's been kind of shaky. He still has the power. As you, like you said in the intro, though, he's hitting 280 and hitting 30. Yeah, he's going to hit 280, 40. And it, it doesn't even, it, no, he might not even hit 280. He'll just have a 400 average against the Mets. He'll have like 30 bombs. <laughs> we'll, have play, we'll have to play him in the playoffs. He'll just be a Met killer because, you know, Austin Riley can't, already doesn't do enough. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But now, I, I I'm loving I'm loving this offseason right now. I, I know that the Yankees, the I, again, the Yankees badly need to make a move in the worst way. Please, my, Carlos Rodon, yeah, Yankee. Well, that's my this thing. weekend. I, here's my thing for the Yankees: they need to make a move, but if they can't force anything, no need to go out and make the wrong move, get the wrong guy like Josh Donaldson, and do something stupid. Bring in someone that fits. Do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit of some uh, news. Tim, you ready for this? Yeah. Sources uh, per Michael Meyer of the Metsmerized podcast, which is a pretty uh, of which is of USA Today. So it's a it's it's legit. legit. This guy works for yeah, this guy works for USA Today. The Mets have been in contact with Scott Boris. To talk Carlos Correa, I, that would be on their payroll would be way over anything else in the league. They'd be at like four hundred million. Um, I would love that. You th- where are you gonna throw him? Second base? Like I don't even know. Third. Yeah, you do throw. You could throw him. A you third. throw him a third, and then you just platoon Escobar. Yeah. Well, that would be that would help the in-house DH problem. Yeah. Oh wow. But then, okay, you bring him in. Then you trade Beatty. If you sign him, you trade Beatty. Yeah, and you go get a pitcher. That's and you thing, go get though. a pitcher. You go get a youthful yeah. pitcher. But that's that's what you got to do. I think this is a Boris leverage plot. I, I think this is. I no, think this is a smoke. Think, I don't think he's going this to. Is smoke. I just think it's. I think it's Twitter buzz. I think it's just people bringing the name up. I think it's Twitter buzz, but I also think that it's Boris, like saying to the Twins or. The Giants even basically being like, well, Steve Cohen is offering us the house and more. Yeah, I don't like what, what, I don't what he got. Really uh, yeah, I, I think know. it's all smoke. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes to fucking the Phillies, get him and ruin my life again, <laughs> you know, because they yeah, couldn't uh, do that already. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, moving on from baseball to the World Cup. One half of the final is set. Argentina takes down Croatia 3 nothing. Lionel Messi in the World Cup final. Finally. 3 nothing, And it was a statement win. It was a statement win, too. Because a lot of people were expecting draw because of how far Croatia has gone like with their games. Like, penalty kicks, extra time. But Messi but, and Alvarez kind of just went off today. And it was... It, it was it was over after that penalty kick went in. It just felt over. Yeah, it kinda, yeah. And then once that Alvarez goal happened, it was it was done. It was two nothing is wash. Um, I I'm very interested to see what's gonna happen tomorrow. Um, uh, well, I did receive a uh, a link to an article, which is also true. Uh, France has been struck down by illness. On the eve of this world, on the eve of of their game, apparently, uh, this is per sports sport bible. I don't want to think. 
according to the sun to the sun i don't know what the fuck that is uh two players both sat out of training on tuesday with illness and are serious doubts of the game Uh oh their center back and so upa meccano and rabio are reportedly under the weather under the weather and could possibly sit out the game against morocco i still think it doesn't make a difference. I, I think, think that there's Fran, too much firepower. I think Fran, yeah, Mbappe, Giroud, they're just <laughs> too good. They yeah. are to Griezmann too. Like they're yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I don't uh, know, at like, this point. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. But like Tushambam or whatever his name is. Like oh, yeah, that, I, I don't know. Uh, but I I I, re- I think France. I, I think France gets it. I would take the under though. It's a two and a half. Yeah, I mean, last time they played in 2007, <laughs> there was a draw. <laughs> so if you, if you go to stats, they tied last time they played in 07. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> Probably, yeah, wow. Saber metrics. We're a big soccer podcast, by the way. It's exactly. called soccer. Yeah, because that's, it's why, called that's soccer. why it's called. <laughs> it's called yeah, soccer. that's why it's called soccer. All right, uh, moving on to college football, Caleb Williams is your Heisman Trophy winner. He takes down the likes of C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Max Duggan of TCU. My boy was Not snubbed. A sh- My boy was snubbed. No, okay. <laughs> Bo. <laughs> Bo Nix, man, he had it. He had it all. <laughs> he had it. He had it. He had it. And then he played um, like four Sam, times, I ask you. Yeah, that, that is true. Tim, I do have to ask you. Uh, Caleb Williams is back for another year at USC because he is not old enough to be in the NFL. Which I think is So, do you think that Caleb Williams has a chance to win back-to-back Heismans? It has not happened since the 70s, or maybe even the 80s, but I know who did it. It was Eddie George running back for Houston, Tennessee Titan legend. I think he has has a chance. He has a shot. Although, you got to think, there's some big names coming in next year. Uh, Oh yeah, I mean, isn't Manning Arch Manning's coming in down for Texas, or is that two years from now? I don't think he's. Gonna, I don't think he's going to play. He's going to come in at the. Yeah, he's coming to Texas next year, but I don't think he starts. I think it's that's Quinn Quinn Ewers' job. Uh, it's he could. I could. I. I don't. I. I mean, USC is is USC. They're back. Uh, I could definitely see them. You know, repeating what they did this year. So yeah, I mean, he and could more. win back to back Heisman. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess I guess you'll have to see. I don't I don't I don't really know. I don't have a full grasp of what it looks, it's looking like for next year. I kind of got to dig deeper, but if yeah. we're going off right now, yeah, sure, I'll give it to him. All right, all right, all right. Uh, moving on to the NBA, the New York Knicks <laughs> back uh, in a playoff spot for the first time since they went 5 and 0 last year <laughs> like there's really like I, i'm 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 happy about watching the Knicks. they're a 6 seed they're above 500 the eastern conference like again it could be anybody's it's anybody's eastern conference to win at this point it's really up for grabs but cleveland's i'm loving there. what i'm cleveland's seeing there? i'm cleveland's there i'm loving what i'm seeing out of the next though i'm loving what i'm seeing i th- this new rotation it's give it i'm getting I'm getting some 2020 vibes from this team, I must say. I'm getting uh, some 2020 how, vibes. How have you liked Miles McBride? I love – oh, my God. <laughs> Deuce has been incredible. Deuce has been awesome. 
Quentin Grimes has been awesome. Julius Randle's back at like top form. Yeah, he dropped 33 against the Hornets, and then they played what? The next day, time they played Sunday, what they play, or was it Saturday? Yeah. Was it back to back? He got ejected. He ejected on Sunday. Well, yeah, he got ejected on Sunday. But like, l- listen to the number of points that ever since we got this new rotation, listen to the number of points that we have given up since we've adapted to this new rotation. We played the Cavs. We played the Cavs, Tim. You beat we played Cleveland. the Cavs. You beat Cleveland. We held them to eighty-one points in today's yeah. NBA. Although they, all right, you gotta, we, you gotta admit though, Cleveland was just missing a bunch of shots. Though that was not a great shooting performance care. for them. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't care. You don't care. I do. <laughs> Give a shit, it's 81 points in today's NBA. And then we play the Hawks. We fucking whomp them and hold them to 89. Then we play the Hornets, who are a very good offensive team, hold them to 102. And then we play the Kings, also a very good offensive team with Fox and Sabonis. We hold them to 99. Yeah. The Here come the Knicks. Here now, come the Knicks. Is Cam Reddish hurt, or is he just never going to play? No, he's, he's, so Rose, Reddish, Fournier. Out of the rotation. They're just done. They're done. Wow. Yeah. So they're paying Evan Fournier a lot of money to sit on the bench. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, as long as it's winning us games, man. At this point, as long yeah, as it's winning us games. Give I don't give a shit. I, I really don't give it. They can fucking trade him to the Lakers and he can be a stud in LA. I don't care. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> there's really, like, I basketball. really think that. I'm I'm confident in what the Knicks are doing right now. I'm, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. So who's, but I'm trusting play. the process. So their next game is tomorrow against the Bulls, who are just not a good basketball team. Yes. Um, Julius Randle, Demar Derozan, top two scores. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what his over under is going to be, but uh, I I don't know. What do you think tomorrow? Brunson is questionable. Day to day. Yeah, I saw that. They said he's day to day, but Tibbs wasn't really like. Uh, he wasn't really committed to give a definitive answer on if Brunson was going to play or not, so I don't really. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, the Bulls are nine and seven against Eastern Conference yeah. opponents. Chicago was fourth in the Eastern Conference, scoring one hundred and thirteen point three points per game while shooting forty seven percent from the field. The Knicks are nine and six against Eastern Conference opponents. Um, they're fifth in the NBA with thirty four point five defensive rebounds per game, and Julius Randle is averaging seven. So, how are we feeling? What do we think? Knicks got the edge here? I think the Knicks have the edge here. I mean, come on. They got like a four-game the, winning streak. Right, Bulls have three. Right. Bulls have three. Uh, three in a row at home. They they're on a three home three. I uh, home think spin, the Knicks. So. I, think I think the Knicks. The Knicks win this I want the yeah. Knicks to be good. People don't understand this. I'm a Cavs fan, <laughs> but New York is such a better place when the Knicks are good at basketball because we live so close to the city that when yeah. When you're like when it's a train buzzing, ride, yeah, away when it's from buzzing, the garden. we are a 35 minute trade ride to the garden to watch some Knicks basketball, which we will definitely get out to a game. I guarantee it. Oh, we have to. Well, I'm home next week. If they make the playoffs, Dan, I, we are going to the whole series. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I don't want to commit too much money to that, but <laughs> uh, I don't want to commit too much money to that, but all right. Um, we got to get Joe Tool to a game, too. We got to get out to Joe, Joe Tool. Oh, yes. Oh. We have to. We yes. have to do that. We'll get, we have we'll get, to. All right, we're getting Joe on. We'll get Joe on sometime <laughs> over winter, over Christmas, into the new year to talk some Knicks basketball. He's He has to. I'm sure he's ecstatic. I mean, he was texting me the other day about it. 
<laughs> He's like, you've seen the I'm Knicks. Excited. So I'm excited. We'll get I'm very in. excited. All yeah. right. Um, other news in the NBA: the Pelicans have won seven in a row and are in first place of the Western Conference. And I think they're playing right now as well. And they are down twelve to Utah, which is kind of weird, but all right. So maybe Utah's that seven game win. That seven game win streak is going to end. But Tim, do you think that they will stay this number one spot? Uh, I really don't see why they wouldn't. They are very, very good at basketball. Zion's finally healthy, and Zion's in the stride. Chris Paul is a pussy. Fuck Chris Paul. <laughs> Fuck Chris Paul. And Duke Bias coming in heavy. Um, oh, oh, Duke Bias is coming in completely heavy. And here's my thing on Chris. Uh, here's my thing on the whole on the Suns being bitches. Minus DeAndre Ayton, who basically said what I agree. Basically said my viewpoint on it. He did that dunk because fans put their asses in the seats, one, to see the Pelicans win, and two, to see Zion do some crazy fucking dunks. Yeah. If you really think about it. He no, did no, that dunk with fans. He was, he was not trying to do like some showboating shit. That's not Zion. He's one of the most humble people in the NBA. Yeah. The Suns are a bunch of pussies and think it's all about them. They fucking suck. Fuck Chris Paul. Fuck Chris Paul. Uh, I have a question for you, though. Except now. What's up? This is a big question. Western Conference. Dominated. I w- well, yeah, I would say right now, not dominated, but the top two teams, two of the youngest teams in the NBA. Who's better, Memphis or New Orleans? That's my question for you. Mm. Who is the better team? I'll tell you this right now. I know we're very early into the season, but I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if I see both these teams play each other in the Western Conference Finals. I wouldn't be shocked. Or at some point match up in the playoffs. But compared between the Grizzlies and Grizzlies and the Pelicans, I don't know. Because I, I feel like this has been Ja this has been Ja's whole career from college on. It's always just been Ja. But then he doesn't really have the backup to support him, but Ja has always put the team on his back and has been able to provide that backup. We saw him do that at Murray State. I made the big mistake of picking Murray State over Marquette back in 2019, and I will forever regret that for the rest of my life. I just thought Marcus Howard was better, and I better back up with the Hauser twins. But anyway, I'm going to go with the Pelicans, only because they have Brandon Ingram, who's a stud. They have CJ McCollum, who's a stud. Jose Alvarado has provided himself as a great name in this league. No doubt about that. They still have, Val- they have Valanciunas. Yeah. Yeah, they have Valanciunas. I, 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 there's no wrong answer here. There's no wrong answer. I, I, I know. I, I, I really, little, I really I, like the Pelicans. I lean a little bit more towards Memphis. I think Desmond Bain is one of the more underrated players in the NBA. He's a very good shooter. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is turned into the guy we all thought he was going to be. So he's a mm-hmm. huge help for them defensively. Dylan Brooks, Oregon product. Might be my bias, your bias, because I love Dylan Brooks. You love Zion. Yeah. I, he's hey, Tyus, Tyus has been doing pretty well, too. Yeah, he coming has. Coming off the bench. I, this team, I just think they were even good. They were better without Jaw in the regular season last year. I think they're, true. they're loaded up and down. They have a lot of guys, a lot of guys that fit a role. They're young. These Both these teams are youthful. I've seen them being really successful for a long time. And the way this Western Conference is looking right now, I, I don't know.
Golden State's taking a step back. They look just – everyone looks regressed. Clay is not the same Clay we know. Draymond Green's not the same guy. Jordan Poole's having a worse year this year than he did last year mm-hmm. after signing that huge deal. Uh, exactly. Dallas, Dallas is Dallas. Again, no help for Luka. I can't believe Portland is 15-12, and 12, but that's a different story. And yeah. are the Clippers ever healthy? I know, no. I know Kawhi's coming back. <laughs> Kawhi's starting to come back. He looked... I saw a Clippers fan on Twitter. I saw a Clippers fan on Twitter. So like Kawhi, like basically like fall down on a basketball court, just like how you and I would, and then like got back up. And the Clippers fan was like, "It's good to see Kawhi like falling down and getting up without getting hurt." And I'm like, "If that's how, that's how you, if that's how you really feel about someone, that's fucking ridiculous." Ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, But I don't know. The Clippers are on. uh, Kawhi's trying to get his stride back. They beat the Celtics, so. It's going to be interesting to see how this Western Conference plays out, but like you said, don't be shocked if you see New Orleans-Memphis in the Western Conference final. Yeah. Um, Another NBA NBA story. Joel Embiid drops 53 against the Hornets on Sunday. It is his third 50-plus point game this year, and we're in December. Tim, is Joel Embiid your early MVP favorite? Uh, Yes. I don't see how he cannot be. I think he's a close second. And who is yours? Jason Tatum? Yeah. <laughs> I believe those are the one and two. Um, I think Boston's record is definitely helping Tatum a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I just, I so, just think – I'll just think say this. The Sixers, it's Joel Embiid's team. That's it is not Embi- it's not Embiid and Harden. It's, it's Embiid and, and I, everybody else. I think that's one of the things that might separate him in the race than Tatum just because – that that difference in help from you got last year's defensive player of the year, Jalen Brown, you know, yeah. Al Horford, team, Al Horford, <laughs> Boston's loaded. And when I look at this Philly lineup, as much as I like Tyrese Maxey and all these other guys, they're nothing without Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, he's one of the, I mean, he's averaging 33, like 10 and five. That's pretty ridiculous. So yeah, Oh, again, don't, yeah, I, he's he's my early MVP favorite. I think, and it might be three in the Eastern Conference right now that I would say are probably the three. I'm still have Donovan Mitchell in that conversation, but might be a little Cavs biased. But I, I still know. have in that conversation. He's averaging 29. He's got five uh, five assists, four rebounds. I don't know. He's still in that conversation for me. So all right, to hockey, the Rangers four straight wins. Rolling. Oh yeah, they're rolling. They off. We ain't right back though. Well, to quote Gino huge, Smith, they ripped us off, but we didn't write yeah. back. Well, a huge win. Uh, both New York teams took care of uh, the Fugazi Devils that I have uh, been saying are also, for a while. Also, the Fugazi Devils just lost to the Stars, three yeah. one. Well, Stars are fucking good, but frauds. I've been saying they were frauds. Fraud. I know they're they're twenty one six. Fuck you, Brat Pack. <laughs> Yeah, they're twenty-one six and two. Um, they're not frauds, but the way they're built, they they're gonna have no success in the playoffs. Uh, I think it's no fault to them. I just think for now they don't have the goaltending. Uh, that's a huge thing for them. It, it's just they do. It's very they're a very youthful team. Uh, you don't really see teams full of rookies and young guys, especially in the NHL, have like any success in the playoffs. It takes a while, you know. When you look at all the, I mean, Tampa with those runs, they have a bunch of grizzled vets. They're led by Steven Stamkos. Nikita Kucherov's an established star. They got Pat Maroon, guys that 
can play both sides of the puck, are physical, they have depth, they have the goaltending. And for me personally, I don't I don't know if the Devils have the goaltending. And I guess we're going to find out further down the line. But Yeah, I don't think I, Vanacek is. Vanacek and Schmid, I, I, I don't know. Mackenzie Blackwood's been... We'll, 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 it'll, you know, we'll definitely see halfway in the season if they can keep this up. I still think Carolina is the best team in this division. They're ridiculous. Really? But yeah. Um, Pittsburgh's picked it up. I yeah, cannot Pittsburgh's believe Chris Letang is well. playing hockey. I cannot believe he's playing yeah, hockey. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. Twelve days after having a stroke, he decided I'm going to suit up and play 20 minutes. I don't know who hockey does guy. that. I hockey guy. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The Blue Jackets are that bad. I knew the Blue Jackets were bad. I didn't know they were that yeah, bad. No, they oh are that God. bad. Um, yeah, you want to talk about bad teams in the NHL. I have never seen a team play more pathetic hockey than the Anaheim Ducks. It's oh, they actually just, they just unbelievable. Got, they just got wiped by yeah, the fucking not a Maple shot. Leafs. I have never <laughs> seen lightning. a team. No, the Maple Leafs. They are 30 games into the year, and they have a negative 60 goal differential. I don't think I've ever seen that before. But they're one of the didn't most pathetic go, hockey teams. Did they go on a run where, like, I think, like, within, like, the first, like, three weeks of the year? They hadn't won a like, regulation. Only, yeah. <laughs> they hadn't won a regulation. They they could not get a single win in regulation. They are 7-20-3. It's, Jesus. It's, like, painful to watch them play. But if, if you are a Ducks fan, I feel for you because, God, it doesn't look great right now. I know they have a lot. Of, they have a good pipeline. Zegers is very skilled. I don't love the way he plays, but you know he's a very skilled player. They suck. <laughs> um, I simple. will say a team that shocked me a bit, but not really because Jake Zaretsky told me to look out for them. Seattle Kraken. Yeah. Um. I crack. Yeah. Again, Kraken are good, and they're one of those teams that they're like the Devils for me. They could score a lot. Is Martin Jones and Philip Grubauer really two guys you want to be as your starting goaltender going into a playoff yeah, situation? A play, a, into a seven game series, like yeah. I think Martin Jones' last playoff experience was with the San Jose Sharks in like 2017, 20. Well, no, probably yeah. like twenty sixteen. Not even, yeah. So I and then the the Avalanche aren't even in the picture. The Flames haven't really, yeah, been, it's, uh, have played it's up to their expectations. The Winnipeg Jets. What a turnaround from last year. Yeah. Uh, they had all the tools. Hellebuck was bound to have a bounce back year. He's probably – him and Sorokin are one and two for Vesna favorites right now. They're, they've turned it around. They're the team everyone thought they were going to be. And, yeah, it's really no shock no shock yeah. to me, although stripping the captain was probably a statement, and now they're 18-9-1. So, yeah. shout out to them. I will say, though, for the Rangers, you do not want to match up with them in the playoffs when – like I said, I remember when I said back in May when, you know, Kako and Heedle and Lafreniere and Schneider and Miller and Fox and even Igor too. What was it? 24 games of playoff experience? Yeah. I always take the experience over over skill. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah well, I think I think it pays right it now, pays to be a 16 game player in this league. Yeah, I just I think Right now, if you're looking at you know the Eastern Conference and the playoff picture in the wild card, um, I I wouldn't want to play either of the Islanders or the Rangers in the playoffs, and yeah. that's just solely off how good their goaltending can be. You run into a hot Ilya Sorokin, you run into a hot Igor Shesterkin, you're not scoring goals. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you aren't. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not. And, and these two teams are going to put the puck in the back of the net. So, so even like, like Sorokin, when he plays the Rangers, looks like fucking modern-day Patrick Waugh. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, just, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's one of those things you don't want to run into either of those hot goalies. So it's a, it's really – the Eastern Conference is so much, I think, much more of a question mark than the Western Conference is. And that's why yeah. everyone likes East Coast hockey better. Um, but we'll see. There's a lot of teams that I thought wouldn't be lo- wouldn't be looking in that are out. Uh, I don't know if it's a shock to you, but Florida has just not been good. Yeah, Flo- um, it's I'm not shocked. They were not. They won good. the President's <laughs> Trophy last year, and again, though you took again, they weren't that great. Of a- I know they won the President's Trophy, but yeah. they are not. Yeah. No. Well, NHL anything right. can happen. See NHL. Anything can happen. All right, moving on real quick to college basketball. Uh, Chris Beard, head coach of Texas, was arrested on a on, on an assault charge. So that's interesting. He's suspended indefinitely. The assistant coach will take over. So if he gets fired, Tim, I have a hot take. What is if that? Chris Beard does not come back, which I don't think he will, I do, I do in in my heart I do not think he will. I know a guy who can replace Chris Beard at Texas next year. Who is that? His name is Rick Pitino. Shocker, because that's exactly where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think Rick, if, if Chris Beer goes, I think that the Texas job is going to be the hottest job in the market when the offseason comes the around. Head coach, and so. he is the hottest head coach in the market right now. And Iona has won five straight. Yes, they've won five straight. Uh, a nice little uh, tidbit for college basketball. If you're a mid-major fan like myself, Sunday at six thirty, uh, Iona will be taking on ten and O New Mexico. Why is this important? Iona is coached by Rick Pitino. New Mexico is coached by Rick Pitino's son. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> Dead serious. Dead serious. So, who you got your money on? <laughs> I got my money on New Mexico. I think New, New Mexico is a better all-around team. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. You know absolutely nothing. <laughs> that's fair. Um, there's I a new number. We both have we both have been <laughs> in that campus. It, it ain't too big. Yeah, it's not that pretty. <laughs> I, I literally when I went on my Iona visit, I'm like walking around here. I'm like, why the fuck did Rick Petito pick this place? That's <laughs> like, nice. I was like, I was like, Are you joking? Like, what? That was no my one to, takeaway. That was no my one takeaway from Iona. No hate to yeah, at all, Iona is not a pretty campus. <laughs> it's like the size of the pool I used to work at. But anyway, it's, like, it's literally like a boxed in. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's hard to describe. All right, uh, there's a new number one in college basketball. Houston dropped to drop the home loss to Alabama. The new number one is Purdue. I do not think it should have been Purdue because Purdue on Saturday went into an overtime game against Nebraska. Uh, I don't know. UConn has been phenomenal. They have the Big East Player of the Year. I've already called it right now. They have the Big East Player of the Year in Adama Sanogo, a a seven-foot guy who can move like a guard. He can shoot the mid-range. He can kind of hit the three, but he's a threat inside. And then they have another seven-foot kid off the bench, a freshman, Donovan Klingen. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. 
But you give him the ball down low, he's going to score. So I think you UConn should have been one. They had a very impressive win over Florida, where a lot of people had them as where a lot of people had them losing that game, and then they ended up whomping them by like twenty points. UConn UConn's legit. They could make. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. They could make the Final Four. They could make the Final Four. They're, the Big East runs wow, through Source Connecticut kind of, right Yeah, now. that's kind of a, the, that's a bold statement now. <laughs> no, it's a bold statement now, but I, re- I really mean it. The Big East is going to run through Source Connecticut this year. I, I am very happy for Dan Hurley, who is a phenomenal head coach. If I ever meet Dan Hurley, I'm giving him a great big hug. Like, that's how much I love Dan Hurley. But I really, I really truly think that UConn should have been ranked number one instead of Purdue. All right. Um, anything going, anything going on in college basketball on Wednesday? Um, I don't know. I just got a, I got a tweet. Someone said that, uh, uh Francisco Lindor is actually telling the front office to pursue Carlos Carras. Uh, I'm sorry. Correa. Correa. Yeah. It's going to happen. Uh, just watch. Um, I, uh, some ga- yeah. Gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some games to watch for tomorrow. Number 16, UCLA travels to number 20, Maryland, which should be a very interesting Michael game. Gamer. Yes, uh, Maryland is coming off of a rough loss against Tennessee. They're a very well-coached the team. Center. They are a very well-coached Who, Maryland or Tennessee? Maryland. Yeah, Kevin Williard, uh, who used to be the head coach of Seton Hall, first year in college I watched in their college warm-up Park. for some reason. They were playing Louisville, and I somehow saw their warm-up, and it was very disciplined. So It was very – oh, you saw that TikTok? <laughs> like, yeah, come on. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, it's a shoot around. Like, how are you comparing like one team? <laughs> yeah, to how are you shoot comparing around? a shoot around? Yeah, it made no sense. All right. Uh, Maryland is one and a half point favorites at home. UCLA are the underdogs. And then Thursday, nothing really too big. Saturday's the big day, but I'll preview those games on Thursday. All right. Moving on. What I saw, Tim. Wait, you go before first. Before we do that, before we do that, yes. I have a question for you. Okay. Such a random question because I have one. You definitely maybe have one. Who was okay. a player you saw their high school mixtape, and then when they went to college, you thought they were going to be a stud, but they were just mediocre? Oh. Okay, I thought this was going differently. No. Cause... I'm going to go with mine first. Jalen Hands was a dog, and then he went to UCLA, and he was okay. He wasn't anything special, but he was a dog in high school. That mixtape I've seen a million times. I've seen every yeah, everything from that him. Was... He was a Dud. And then he was very mediocre at UCLA. Oh, what's his name? I'm fucking losing it. What was his name? The Jelly Fam guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, Javon Quinley's still in college. I th- Oh, I thought Isaiah Washington was like that guy. The guy, <laughs> like, that guy. I thought he was that did. guy. And Everyone this is a hot take. This is a hot take, and I'm just going to say it right now. LaMelo Ball. Really? I know he's hurt. But he kind of looked horrible. Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball. He don't look good. He don't look good. I I don't like the body language. That's what I would say. I don't like the body language. Walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah, that's that's also sad. All right, moving on. I thought you were gonna ask who's like a guy in high that like you followed since high school and he's really like panned out. Kayvon Thibodeau. And oh, now he's so on my team. Like I, I've been follow, I've followed him on Instagram since I was in eighth grade, and I just all right, that, that's fair for you. I mean, I I just remember watching 
Jalen Hands is like highlight reel in high school, and then he went to UCLA and he was just mediocre at UCLA. Yeah, he was not good. All right, moving on. What I saw, Tim, you go first. Uh, I had a men's league game Monday. I scored five goals. Putting the students, putting the student and student athlete. All right, yeah, five goals. My what I saw, my what I saw is James Draws. We have not brought up James Draws on this podcast, and I'm shocked. James Draws was banned was banned from TikTok, and then the people rallied and then brought him back. I love James Draws. Why did he uh, respond to that comment? I don't even. I don't know. I don't want to say it. Why? It's just like come. Yeah. First of yeah, all, why you, do you why do you ask? Why like, are you asking that? Why are you asking that question first? <laughs> yeah, but it like listen. If you want to figure out more, do your own research. But for the people who know, yeah, what was the, yeah. Well, yeah. Also, I watched the first season of White Lotus. How was that? It was very good. I enjoyed it. I definitely, well, I definitely wasn't expecting who died at the end. Once it kind of like got like towards the end, I was kind of like, okay, it seems obvious that he's die- that he's going to die. But and then I saw the trailer for season two, and then it's in a completely different location with a completely different cast. And it's, it's I, I don't know. Thing. It's not the same. Although a lot of people thought it was good, and I was like, okay, I might check it out. But it's like I think it's like one person from the season one cast transferred over to the season two cast. But I, I really enjoy I, I I enjoyed the White Lotus. I, I I enjoyed it a lot. All right, no fun fact of the day. We are going to give our top five. You guys have seemed to enjoy this top five list, so I will say right now, top five movies of all time. Tim, would you like to go first with your number five? My number five. Oh, jeez. All right, are we going my favorite movies or just movies I think are the best all time? Favorite. Favorite movies. Favorite movies. Favorite movies? Yes. All right. Oh, God. Five? Oh, geez. You go first. You go first. You go first. I got to take I gotta take like a minute to think. Okay. Um, at number five. Oh, we got it. 800. Hey, there we Patrick. go. Patrick. There we go. Wow. All Good right. for him. Although he, although he, although he blocked me on Instagram. But anyway. Um, <laughs> my number five. My number five is Miracle. Okay, okay. All right. My number five. Catch me if you can. Wow, I love that movie. God, I, love catch, I love Catch. I love Catch Me If You Can. Now I'm gonna be pissed because Field of Dreams isn't in my top five, and like that movie makes me cry every time I watch it. I love Catch Me If You Can. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I love Tom Hanks. Funniest scene in the whole movie was when they were watching that uh, singing show on TV. With Martin Sheen and Amy Adams, that was oh, damn. That was I, a good I pick. Lo- love damn. that movie. All right, that was a good pick. Yeah, you have a good five pick there. All right, uh, four. What are we thinking? Four. What are you thinking? I don't know. Um, I, I'm I'm lost. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking four. What are we thinking? Number four. We are gonna go with. We're gonna go with Saving Private Ryan. Great pick. Mm. Damn, you're killing me here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have my one and two. I don't have my three and four. So let me think. Three and four. Okay. Actually, no. Saving Private Ryan is three for me. My number four is Ocean's Eleven. All right. All right. I have my I have my three and four. I have my three and four. Okay. So a uh, number four, I'm going to go with the new Batman movie that came out. I love that okay. movie. Okay. That was very Amazing. good. My three is Whiplash. That movie is phenomenal. If you have never seen it. I've never seen Whiplash. It, it is okay. a... It, I don't know. J.K. Simmons in it. It's great. Oh movie. yeah, great movie. Oh, phenomenal. That's my number three. Okay, number two for me. We are going to go with 
We're going to go with Goodwill Hunting. Mm, Dave, you are smoking me on this list. Yeah, like, I'm smoking you. <laughs> you do. You're, you're not winning. <laughs> like, I know. On. The, the one and two are just like memorable movies for me. So the I pandemic like, The pandemic gave me this elite list. Like that's all I'm going to say. One and two are just childhood favorites, so they're never going to change. And that's okay. crazy. You're going to hate my one. I'm not even going to tell oh, you you're going to hate it. Uh, my number two is the other guys. I fucking love that movie. That's a good. Yeah, that one. movie. That's a good is one. So funny. Uh, my number one favorite movie all time. Did you give your number two. I did give my number two. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Mind. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you go. Number one, the classic Goodfellas. That is a great pick, and mine is the you couldn't great- get. Stan, oh, you couldn't God. guess my number one if you tried. You couldn't um, guess it. That Disney movie with Ben Stiller when he took over the fat camp. <laughs> no, I bet it. Okay, that is a great movie. <laughs> you saved the perky system. <laughs> what is that movie called? I forget. The name I forget. Movie. Oh, I think it's like. Oh, I forget. You have failed the perky system. He's like on the way to the scale. I love that movie. Okay. Hold on. Uh, oh, I forget what it was called. He basically like played Zoolander. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was I, just... I I love that Zoolander's making a return too. Oh, heavyweights, it's heavyweights, heavyweights. Oh, heavyweights, heavyweight. It's no, it's no, coming just, back again, Zoolander. I don't think just just like the memes and stuff. Like everyone's watching. Oh like, yeah, great movie. So funny. I love the scene where was... Zoolander's like, I was the fat girl in school. And he's like, ew, <laughs> <laughs> ew. <laughs> My number one. The 1971 original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. Okay. You would have never guessed it, but that is my favorite movie of all time. All right. That's not... God, now I'm about about to fucking watch Heavyweights because of you. I haven't seen that movie in so (laughs) long. It's on Disney+. Plus. Go check it out. Throwback, yeah. You failed the purchase system. (laughs) You you failed the purchase system. Sleeper pick, honorable mention, Blaze of Glory. Yeah, I didn't really go into Ocean's Eleven. I just think that it reminded me of a GTA heist, and I just thought it was awesome. <laughs> like, just, also a pretty good movie. It just I, reminded I me of a Grand Theft Auto heist. I think that song "Oceans" by Jay Z. He's like, I, yeah. I'm yachting Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Great song. All right. That's going to wrap it up today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Be sure to like our videos on YouTube. Be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only. It will help us out tremendously. And we will see you guys on Thursday. Peace out, guys.